Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Hey everybody, welcome to Unlocking the Magic. You are listening to episode number 157 today and we are going to have some fun as usual i hope yes Did well we i hope it's not fun? boring i know i always wonder that it's every after every episode we kind of finish and i go oh, that was fun i hope our audience likes it but i think that we do the show that we would want to listen to if you're new to the show we do a podcast here on itunes and stitch radio we do twice a week podcast one news and updates kind of talk about what's relevant and what's new in the disney world and then during the week we do Kind of a topic show where we're top five or we'll give our favorite places to eat or things like that. And then on Monday nights, we go live over on Facebook at 8 p.m. Eastern time. And who is who is who are we? It's Bruce and Connie. Yes. Right. Because, I mean, if you're new, if you just found us, I know a lot of people have been messaging us, messaging us lately, whether they found us on Facebook or Instagram and they're checking out the podcast from there. So, well, you know, what happens is people go to Disney World mm-hmm. every couple of years or maybe not every couple of years, but you're. Disney World seems to be one of those vacations that people start planning way in advance. True. Like or if you're you going anyway. to Aruba or Europe, you know you're going and you don't need to like you 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 plan a little bit. But I don't, sometimes Disney World's like your main family vacation of the lifetime. Not only that, but I feel like planning a Walt Disney World vacation is half the fun. Like it planning, is. It's, the it anticipation is, is definitely yeah. part of the process of going on vacation there. Absolutely. All right. So... Today's show, we were actually inspired. This this week was actually national. It was actually National Roller Coaster Day midweek, and which in, it actually inspired us to list out our favorite roller coasters. I figured it'd be fun to include Walt Disney World, Disneyland, and California Adventure because there's plenty of roller coasters that are there and lots of differences between coasters. So I thought it would be a really fun show today. To talk about that. And maybe we'll do in a few years when we go to Paris or we go to Hong Kong. Maybe we can include those. We'll redo this one. But for right now, we've only been to those two. (laughs) I said a few years. Okay. Not soon? No. (laughs) Okay. All right. And I also actually, I went around and I asked the kids to name their top, just one, top roller coaster. So I'll, I'll, I'll give those answers at the end of the show. They were excited to share their... Actually, they were thinking for quite a while. They were kind of weighing all the attractions, and they had some good reasons for the ones they picked. So I'm excited. Okay. Okay. So top five. I'm going to share mine. You're going to share yours? Sure. Okay. That's how it goes usually, right? That's usually how it goes. Oh, by the way, if you're also new to the show, you should probably know I interrupt quite a bit on the show. I can't help it. I get too excited. Bruce is used to it. I don't, I don't, I don't find it. Do you find it rude, Bruce, when I interrupt you? I never really asked you before. Sometimes I get annoyed with it. Really? Yeah, it's, it's, you know, sometimes it's, I get like, cause I don't, my, I'm not that smart of a guy. So sometimes <laughs> if I'm talking and you interrupt me, I lose my train of thought and then I don't remember what I was talking about. All right. I'll try to, I'll try to settle down a bit. So it, but usually it doesn't. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. So you want to start with your, you want to start from the number five, two, one or one, two, five. I was just thinking we've been married a long time and I've never even asked you. I just assume you're okay with it since, I mean. Since we're still doing, we're on episode number 150. I mean, if I wasn't okay with it, we probably wouldn't have made it to episode 20. Episode 20? What about marriage years? 
I mean, I'm, it's it's in our lives that I'm always interrupting you, I feel. Yeah, anyway. but yeah, you're right. Let's get on with it. Nobody cares about that. Okay. All right. So top picks, starting from the bottom to the top. Number five for me. And like I said, we're including Disneyland too. I have to choose Matterhorn. That was number five? That was not. I know. I know. See, this is what's hard for me. I knew you were going to do this to me. <laughs> you were going to guess my, you know, question my choices here, but... There's reasons why that's number five, but it's still my top five attractions, uh, roller coasters. This one, I had to put it on my list. It's the classic Disneyland attraction. It's a must-do every time we visit Disneyland. It's sort of the center of the park, and it just calls to us. I'll, say, I, I'll tell you what. This wasn't on my list before our last trip because it hurt my back a little. It was a little bit rough of a ride. Okay, so I found the secret t- trick for for that problem and the trick is no matter what you don't sit back on your bobsled you have to sit up with proper posture they must have had better posture back in the day when this was introduced to disneyland because i was totally fine the second round when i went on this traction i completely agree with you if you're laying back or lying back it can tweak your back a little bit like it did the a way ton the of movements are. i was excited about it but then i got <laughs> off and i was like wow i'm never doing that again <laughs> that was a once in a lifetime roller coaster experience you're like great well no you have that that was what your third time on the attraction would you forget the first time or something what do you mean i've because you've been on it before you would think if it hurt that bad you wouldn't have gone again the kids made me <laughs> well anyway i was excited to share this tip with everybody because even the kids or our older kids anyway appreciated that afterwards because they even said the same thing they said you know we love this attraction but it kind of hurts kind of hurts our backs but i'm telling you go on this attraction sit straight up i know it sounds sounds uh, a little weird. obvious <laughs> yeah you will have a better experience but it's it's truly one of my favorites in disneyland and my favorite i think because it's so nostalgic I agree. It's like one of the first ones you think of. There's a YouTube video where Walt's talking about Disneyland, and he mentions the Matterhorn and uh, back when someone used to climb up it. Mm. And uh, you can hear his voice, and he had that deep voice. So it is super nostalgic. And I lo- the queue is nothing nothing special. And this is on my list in my top five. This is actually my number four. Oh. So there's one. it's one above something else. Okay. But the queue is nothing special. And sometimes if it gets pretty busy in Disneyland, which – both of all three of the times that we went, it was pretty busy. The line like wraps around the mountain to the like the other side where you're almost into the center of Disneyland. And it's nothing special, but it's still cool to sit outside of that and kind of look around and you're right next to the Nemo attraction. And I like the sounds of the Matterhorn. Like I love that subtle sound of the wind blowing and you can see the waterfall. It's really captivating you just have to uh, you have to really pay attention because like the voice said, is funny too the what the voice of the guy talking <laughs> i always get a chuckle when he talks he like i'm glad tells you what to do yeah that's true i'm glad you mentioned uh, uh we talked about the nostalgia of it but even even as they describe the attraction on the official disneyland site it does describe how walt disney fell in love with the real matterhorn in switzerland while filming the 1959 Live action film, Third Man on the Mountain. So I think that's cool. There's some history there. Clearly, it was neat that Walt Disney was involved. And I just I just love it. So that's my number five. All right. My number five is California Screaming. Ha. Huh. Wait. 
that's not too intense for you? No, I, I, I think I grown to like that one. And the, the thing I like about that is I don't know if it's that it's hidden around the corner. Like the entrance is kind of hidden. Um, obviously, you can see it. But I, every time we've gone on this, there's never really been a long line. Like we've never got a fast pass for that. And we've waited less than 20, 25 minutes every time we've gone on. That's true. And I like the way that I like the way it starts. You start from a stop. It's almost like the rock and roller coaster, but outside. That is cool. And people are watching. They're taking videos. It's a great video spot there. And you can see it from even outside the park. We were at the D23 Expo. You could totally see it from outside there. And once you get the hang of your first time on that attraction, it could be a little bit rough. And your head bobbles around like a bobblehead doll. <laughs> but once you get used to it and you like push your head back and you brace yourself. See, there's tricks on this too. It's a long roller coaster. It feels way longer than you think it would be too. It is a really long attraction. For sure. And I love it. I just like the kids love it. It gets me excited to be outside. There's not there's not uh, too many roller coasters like that in Disney World, you know, That's that are true. outdoors. That's true. Um, that go upside down and they're long and it's like fast. So I, I love that one. And, you know, it's just it's like it looks cool, too. It's like an old it looks like an old wooden roller coaster. I like how it's. Well, it, clearly the name, it does fit to the name, California Screaming, because <laughs> yeah. that's pretty much what I do. But I think what's neat as well, you mentioned it being outside, and it kind of looks like an older wooden roller coaster, but it's not. Like, once you get on it, it's really high tech. Yeah. And you do have that, like, stop to start momentum thing going, just like the rock and roller coaster, which I didn't expect. I don't think I paid attention to this attraction until we actually went on it. So I was completely surprised when it did that. And truth be told, I was freaked out. But the 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 attraction itself, I mean, it's it's pretty cool. Like if you love rock and roller coaster in Hollywood Studios, you're going to love California Screaming inside Disney's California Disney California Adventure Park. Yes. It's got a great it's got a great um view too when you're on that. Do you look around? Yeah, of course. No, you don't? <laughs> no. My eyes are closed pretty much the entire time. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I look around. I should probably keep my eyes open. You should. It's, <laughs> it'll be a good experience next time. I wonder will that change now that you know, this you was, keeping your eyes open? No. <laughs> not that, but... That's never going to change. At the D23 this year, they announced Pixar going over to that side of California Venture, and I was wondering, would that change? I mean, obviously... Probably, um, since we just talked about it. Okay, yeah, that's true, too. Because <laughs> we're sort of reviewing it right now, so they have to change it, right? Isn't that the way it goes here? Absolutely. All right, cool. You're going to listen back to this in a month <laughs> and be like, what in the heck are they talking about? <laughs> what is this? Right. All right. That was fun. So I like that. That's my number five. Uh, my, I'm going to skip my number four. We'll just go on to your number four because my number four was your number five and we just talked about <laughs> it. Well, is there anything you want to point out that I didn't mention about your number four Matterhorn um, that, you know, you can say or no? No. You just, oh, you, oh that's it. Oh, okay. Your number four is? Sure. Okay. Here we go. My number four. Was California Screaming on your list at all? It was not. Um, really? Listen. Well, at least I, we have one that's different. That's good. We'll mix it up a little bit. Yeah. Make the show a little bit more interesting. I absolutely love, love roller coasters. Like, if you ask me what's You do? Favorite, yeah. I don't know about that. You didn't know that? I don't know about the second love. I love them. I don't... I think as I'm getting older, I don't necessarily love the super intense going upside down coasters. Like, I, I have a lot of fun, but I can't seem to go on over and over like I used to. So, I'm not as 
excited about it. Even though it's a great attraction for many reasons, I prefer other coasters for other reasons. Does, does that make sense? Absolutely not. But let's move on. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> I don't know what you just said there, but let's go on to your number four. <laughs> All right. Well, you asked if it was on my list. It wasn't. So here we go. <laughs> okay. Well, it's good. It's weird. Uh, we have like different. I, I'm grateful. Let's move on to number four. <laughs> okay. I don't know why, but I wanted to get deep with this. All right. So here we go. My number four on my list of favorite roller coasters has to be the Weather Beaten Train. Do you have a, any clue what that is? Just tell me what it is. <laughs> Expedition Everest. All right. I am terrified and loving this ride all at the same time. You're I, terrified of that? At night. I think the atmosphere changes at night for it, me on this attraction. You know, the queue is amazing on Everest. And I, I know what you mean because sometimes, like during the day, it seems adventurous. But at night, it turns a little bit spooky. Yeah. There's something about it at night. It's like you really feel like you're going to encounter the Yeti in a different way. <laughs> yeah. Like there's a couple <laughs> rides you have to go on during the day and at night. I think this is one of them. You got to go on during the day to be able to see what the view is like. But then you have to go on at night to see what the view is like too because it changes. Boy, I'm just reading it right now. Careen through the Himalayan mountains on a speeding train while avoiding the clutches of the mythic abominable <laughs> snowman. Why, uh, what? Why can't I ever say that word? What word? Abominable. Abominable snowman. All right. Why Yeti. Just say Yeti. Yeti. I can never say it. I wanted to try. All right. Anyways, I really like this attraction for so many reasons. I love the story. And that's the other thing about... What I love about Disney and roller coasters, you still get that story during, before, during, and after the attraction. Like before, during the queue, and then it just makes it feel so special. I wonder if Walt was alive, right? If he had the space that they have available in Disney World, would his queues be even better? Hmm. Because he's a great storyteller, and he put people in the right spot. And the space that he has available for the queues in Disneyland is pretty good. Imagine if he had the space for Everest. Like, what would he have done with that queue? They couldn't do any more. You think it would be better than what they did now? I'm going to say they they couldn't do it better than it is now because no one will actually board the attraction. They would just be wandering through the queue and, right? Yeah. I mean, that's what I do now. You wouldn't have to go on the attraction. I only wander through the queue once you get into the building. I just love it for so many reasons. I love how it's just a mixture of thrilling and story, but not so scary where you're kind of feeling like you're going to be thrown off your seat. I don't like that feeling. <laughs> you know, I don't like the whole upside down movement either. So I really love this attraction. It's totally a must do every time we visit Walt Disney World. And like you said, visit both during the day and at night, because it's two totally different experiences. Which most experience, most attractions are that are outdoors. Okay, so would you rather visit Expedition Everest during the day? If you only could, you only choose one, or at night? Night. Oh, that was so easy. That was yeah. so easy for you. It was easy for me because okay. the inside the queue is the same during the day or at night. But having gone on it at both, uh, the the view is pretty amazing, and it's just. It's just cool to go up that high and see the Animal Kingdom and the surrounding area of Orlando at night. I agree with you. Okay. So my moving on, I'm going to skip my number four because it was the same Matterhorn. I'm going to go to my number three. 
And my three is, this is going to be a hard one for me. So number three is Big Thunder Mountain. Now, I can't choose if I'd rather Big Thunder Mountain at Disneyland or Disney World. So I'm just going to say Big Thunder Mountain in general. No, you can't do that. I can do that. I should have gone over the rules a little better. You didn't say that. So I'm going to say just Big Thunder Mountain. It doesn't matter which one. I should have gone Now, which queue do you like better? Do you like the queue in Disneyland or Disney World better? I like the queue in Walt Disney World better. I think I do too. I think it's hard to review the queue. I think it's hard to compare the two actually because in Disneyland, it seems congested where it's located. So you, I always feel kind of crowded, which I feel takes away from the queue. They were queue. definitely smaller back in the day. <laughs> this this queue in Disneyland just feels a little tight. It's shorter too. It doesn't feel as I don't know. I just I here we go. It's Answer. not as interactive as the one in Disney World. In my opinion. And yours too? Yeah. Cool, we agree. Which are the only two opinions that really matter because it's our show. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Okay. Here we go. So what about the Big Thunder Mountain that Big Thunder Mountain Railroad? That's a mouthful. Do you like the best other than I love the fact that when we get done, we all clap and have a great time. Like I think that it's exciting. It's not the biggest fastest roller coaster in the world, but it has a great mix of story along with a little bit of thrill when you're coming around those corners or those big jolts up and then down real quick. And the story of you around Big Thunder Mountain in the in the mines, especially the one in Disneyland, to me is exciting and it just it it just puts a smile like i guess every attraction puts a smile on everybody's face actually no it doesn't not every attraction in disney world or land you come out and you have a huge smile on your face but i feel like this one everybody does true i know it just depends because some some attractions aren't necessarily people it's like you get off you're like that was cute yeah or that was fun yeah this one you're like oh let's go on again oh the line's 45 minutes (laughs) and then you're like just move on well it's interesting my number three and number two, we're both big Thunder Railroad Mountain. How do you have number three and number two? Because I actually separated them. I did number three, the Disneyland version. And number two is the Walt Disney World version. And the reason why they're different is because like the queues. I think that the queue is a little bit better, in my opinion, in Walt Disney World. So that's why it went higher in the ranking. Why do you keep saying it, in my opinion? Do you think I'm going to think that it's somebody else's opinion that emailed you? No, I'm going to think that you're going to disagree with me. And I want to just make sure <laughs> that you understand okay. where I'm coming from. I love both attractions. It's funny. If you go on to and see other reviews, you're going to see reviews f- from people for different reasons. Like there's definitely people's people prefer the Disneyland version better because it. some people say it's smoother. I Maybe that is true. I think that might be true. The Disneyland smoother. I don't remember. Like I, this is, and I don't have a back issue, but <laughs> it sounds like you. It does do. sound like I have a back issue, but I don't. <laughs> okay. But the one in, in Disney, Disney World, World was felt rough to me, and I didn't feel the same way on the one in Disneyland. So maybe it is a little bit smoother. I think, I think it is too. I actually think it's a little faster, and I know it sounds kind of crazy because they're both so similar. But I feel like when I'm on the attraction, it's faster in Disneyland. Maybe because it is more of a smooth sensation. Like yeah. the ride itself is a little bit smoother. So on those regards, I like and prefer Disneyland. But the reason why Walt Disney World got bumped up, got bumped up on the list is because of the queue and because 
I just feel like if you can time it right and see the fireworks while you're on this attraction at night, just the whole thing, I just feel it brings me back. It brings me back. I feel like I'm a kid again. I just love being on this attraction at night. And you actually spend more time in the queue than you do on the attraction. <laughs> so sometimes that's as important as the attraction that's itself. That's a great point, Bruce. I never thought of that before. Like that 45-minute yeah. wait is a 45-minute wait in the queue for a three-minute ride on the attraction. That is very true. So when that queue is boring, that 45 minutes feels like four hours. And it seems hotter. Which in Disneyland it does. It does seem like you wait longer because yeah. thank God for your phone. Your phones nowadays, I'm sure 10, 15 years ago, it was much. it felt way longer. Um, but that dang Disney Wi-Fi. I was just going to say, time. you're, you're going to say phone, but we never have our phones battery. Yeah, between the, the no Wi-Fi in Disneyland and my phone battery dying every 10 minutes. <laughs> sheesh. It's a good thing. So, it's actually, you know I'm what? with you. I'm going to say, I'm changing my mind. I am oh. going to choose Big Thunder Mountain, Disneyland. I actually didn't go with you. Sorry. No problem. Because I think it is smoother, and I enjoyed that one very much. So that's my number three. What? So what? What are you on now? I'm actually. Did you just give out your whole numbers? I, I think did. You just told everybody everything. I did. I was just like, of course, you know, team talks too much. I, I know what your number one is. It's obvious. If anybody follows the show or has listened <laughs> to more than three episodes, you know, I know what your number one is. Okay. Well. So what about my number two? So what about it? So my number two is Space Mountain. Why is it number two? Everest is actually my number one. I just want to stop right now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go now, ahead. is it Space Mountain, Disney World, or Land? You tell me. I'm going to tell you. You're going to say Disney World. That is correct. So, I... Which is another, I would say, interesting thing. A lot of people do prefer the Disneyland version. I don't. And I don't know who does. <laughs> we don't. I know. It's funny all right so i'll tell you what actually there are a few people that i know on twitter or anywhere that has said that they like the disneyland version but i'll tell you what this is number two on my list i love space mountain maybe it's just because i've gone on space mountain and disney world hundreds of times and i haven't in disneyland but i feel like i could go on space mountain and disney world hundreds of times in a row and on disneyland after once or twice i'm like that's enough for me you're good like that i don't need to go on again time for a snack yeah What do you think? I think highly of this attraction. Yes, this is my all-time favorite roller coaster on the planet. Um, Well, in the U.S. (laughs) because that's the only ones I've tried so far. (laughs) But I really, really agree with you. I think there's many reasons why I prefer the Walt Disney World version. I love the Disneyland version too, but not as much. And it's really hard to go on it and not, and, compa- and not compare the two. I think if you told me, would you rather go on Space Mountain in Disneyland or choose another attraction in Disneyland like Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, I would choose Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, even though my number one all-time attraction favorite is Space Mountain in Walt Disney World. Yeah, and here's another way to look at it. Like if you told me, to, Bruce, pick your top five attractions inside the Magic Kingdom, Space Mountain would be one of them. If you told me to pick my f- top five attractions in Disneyland, it wouldn't be one of them. Right, which is so weird. So, okay. So, it's really because a couple of things. So, in Walt Disney World, it is a single rider. You know, you, you're... Which I love. Okay. I love single riders. And yeah. I don't mean like single riders. I mean like single riders where no one sits next to you. 
Yeah, exactly. So it's three per rocket ship, but you're sitting behind each other. So it feels like you're all alone. And I feel like that makes the attraction seem faster. And it just seems you're like set off in space a little bit more. Does feels it, like you're in a rocket ship. It really feels like I'm on a rocket ship a little bit more than the, in, than the Disneyland version. I just like that there's no stress in our family about who's going to sit next to someone they don't know. <laughs> Come on. Is there ever stress? I'm always the one sitting next to a stranger. I guess I always kind of feel bad and then I'm like, I don't want to sit next to anybody. <laughs> well, anyway, I think that reason and I'm not a huge fan of the soundtrack or the music in the Disneyland version. I like I like the beginning. I like as it sets off and it really counts down. Like the girls and I, the kids and I really talk about this a lot. Like we're really, you know, this is a quite the debate in the house. But the beginning of the attraction while you're going up the mountain, you're kind of, you're, your rocket ship's ready to launch rather. It's counting down and it really feels like you are on. In which one? In Disneyland. Okay. And also in Disneyland, we love, love, love the queue. We don't love the queue waiting outside because for some reason they make you wait side for a really long time and then they only let like a certain amount of people inside the actual queue, which is kind of frustrating. But once you get inside the actual attraction, the queue area. It feels like you're in a space station. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like you are boarding this awesome space rocket any second and you're tra- you're going, you're traveling to your destination and it really sets that it tells that story. But in Walt Disney World, it feels more like you're... It, because of the music, the spacey music. Yeah. Um, it's a little darker. Because it's a single rocket rider, um, it feels like it goes faster. And I love how it makes you really feel like you're zipping through space. There's actually a, a, a moment where you're kind of... I don't want to say spinning, but it's like traveling really quickly around and around. And it feels like you're really zipping through yeah it makes you it definitely has a you like makes you feel like you're going faster when you're sitting by yourself and yeah. not only you're sitting by yourself but you're sitting by yourself and like the edge of the ride is right over next to you on both sides right so it makes you feel like you're kind of uh like you are on a, a rocket ship kind of flying through space so there you go so i i agree with you 100 percent on that okay it's it's if i'm going to choose which one I don't necessarily love the queue in Disney World because it's long and uh, it gets a little bit tight in the area where you get to the end. But you know what? I think I'm going to write with you. Overall, I'm going to choose Disney World one. Perfect. And that's my number two. So your number one is Everest. Is Expedition as Everest. My favorite roller coaster in Disneyland or Disney World is Expedition Everest. What is it? I don't know what I just said there, but I'm going to say Expedition Everest. <laughs> kind of like your bomb a bomb a bomb My bomb a bomb bomb man. Uh, and I did yeah. overall because of the ride itself, the story, and the queue. I think this nails all three of them. It does. I think it's my favorite queue for any roller coaster. It's definitely one of the best roller coasters, and it's got a great story. And you could you could literally wait 45 minutes on this and and be able to walk through a museum almost, and then go on a great roller coaster. So I think if you're measuring roller coasters-wise, this nails all three. I totally love the story. I totally think they did an amazing job 
with this attraction. It's definitely cutting edge in so many ways. And from the moment you step on till you exit, it really feels like you have traveled to Everest. I mean, it really does have that feeling. And I love, I especially love the queue, how there's fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, I, and you know what? This brings back memories because it's probably one of the first roller coasters we all went on as a family that the youngest one could go on and she was excited about. So, you know, there's a little bit of nostalgia there for for me at least. The nostalgia factor is huge. But I never get sick of going through that queue. No. There's some queues that are very good and once you – I've gone through them a few times and I'm like, all right, I don't really need to see that same thing over and over again. But this one I always stop because there's always people, right? So you can never really stop enough and look at all the cases and all the things they have all over the place and read them all. So every time you get to go in – you find something different that you've never seen before. I, I totally was going to say that because this is the one attraction where I am grateful to get a fast pass for because we're so excited to board. But then I love going back again and just taking our time through the queue, really getting immersed in that story. I'm one of those people that forgets to move up when the line is moving. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you don't forget. You just get you, – you're not paying attention. I'm paying attention just not at the actual line. It's kind of like – when you're in line at a red light and there's like two car lengths in front of you before the next car, but the light's still red and someone beeps behind you and you're like, why are you beeping at me? Like, I can't go anywhere. Relax. That's how it is in the queue. Like That is the weirdest analogy. No, it's not because you can move up, <laughs> but, but it's not like it's today? not like you can move up, right? But it's not like you're going on the attraction. I'm going to move up four feet. Let me just read this real quick. Okay. Sorry, I just had to vent there. I really feel like that. We need to talk about this after the show. <laughs> that, and if you... People standing so close to so close behind me in line. We have the best video of my mom, who was actually seventy one at the time, and we took her on to this attraction. Thankfully, she has no heart conditions or anything, which prevents you know her from going on. <laughs> and it's literally epic. I love this video. I will cherish it, cherish it forever. She's sitting with one of our kids and having the time of our, her life when the train stops and literally screeches to a halt at the top she panics yeah i think (laughs) i have it on video so i'll put that on maybe if i can find that i'll throw it on the blog post well it's that broken track that's in front of you while you're waiting to go backwards and she had no idea of the broken track she had no idea this attraction is going to go backwards and that just seeing her laugh and just giggle it was really that memory is gonna be with me forever and i really (laughs) i really love this attraction i feel like there's a moment on this attraction especially so when we're going backwards and then we enter the mountain in the dark there's a small point that i really feel like i'm i'm kind of i'm almost lifted off my seat i don't know but if you're in the front row and you go to the edge of that track it really feels like you're gonna fall off that's what i mean but there's a specific moment when you're in the dark and it turns. And I really feel like my whole, I'm just, my bottom is lifted. Like I really feel like that little bit of thrill that like I can just barely handle. And then I'm fine. So it's like just enough. It's super, super thrilling. It's just like a good blend. So it's a really a great attraction. Nice. All right. So I asked the kids to pick their top attraction. I didn't ask them for their top five. Just their one attraction. One roller coaster rather. And they could choose... Disney World, Disneyland, or California Adventure, and they shared it shared it with me. So okay, like, where are they? I, mean, like, I actually probably know what they are, but let's just see. So are you ready? Yeah. Are you sure? 
Very much so. I don't have it in front of me now, so I have to find it. So I'm going to think. Let me just try to guess then while you're trying I to figure that it, out. Actually. So we have the oldest one. I'm going to say. I just failed. Mom fail. Okay. You don't me. have it? The nope, oldest one, it. I'm going to say. Let me just see if I got it right. Okay. Oldest one, Big Thunder Mountain. Oldest one? Youngest one, Everest. Youngest one, Everest. And then the middle one, Space Mountain. All right. So you got none of them right. Yes. I'm a failure. <laughs> you're not a failure. You just The youngest one did not one. say Everest. You're not a failure. She must have forgot. Okay, you ready? Yeah. So you'd like me to... St- I don't know what order you just Yeah, well, whatever. Just Sam. Okay, so our oldest chose Expedition Everest. And, All right. And I think she chose that, to be honest, without embarrassing her right now. But it took her a very long time to be brave enough to go on this attraction. So every time we would head over here... Her and you. <laughs> we were totally fine by waiting and kind of taking a break while you went on this attraction. Um... So I think just conquering her fear and actually going on and having a really great time, I think it's always going to be her top must-dos. So she chose Expedition Everest. Next. Our middle chose California Screamin'. Oh, I forgot about Disneyland. And that's not even Disneyland, but yeah. But that area, (laughs) you know what I mean. I know. I'm just teasing you. And the other one? And our last but not least, our youngest chose rock and roller coaster oh yeah that's right how did you forget I that i thought about everest because that was her everest was like her first roller coaster that she ever went on so here's the story again it's because that moment where she was finally tall enough to ride rock and roller coaster we happen to be with our big extended family so it's a ton of us and we all clapped and cheered which created this amazing uproar in line in rock and roll coaster so like all of a sudden everybody even strangers were cheering for this for our little daughter because <laughs> she I was love. old enough yeah she was yeah. tall enough to go on so. so i think that memory yeah is probably yeah there forever yeah that's so, interesting i can't believe you got them all wrong i know i can't I you can't, can't, can't believe i got them all wrong come on yeah. I, well i didn't think of disneyland so i, I can't wait to tell them Sorry. in my defense that's why <laughs> okay all right you know what i want to do connie what's that Bruce? i want to have i want to see what everybody else is top five roller coasters are in walt disney world so here's what we're gonna do okay message us on facebook your top five roller coasters and if you do that this is going to be coming out august 17th 2017 you have uh, one week to get your seven days yeah seven (laughs) days so by august 20 something Something. seven days from there (laughs) you have to get your top five in so message us on facebook facebook.com forward slash unlocking the magic and we will pick randomly one person who does to whenever we'll give you a t-shirt, a sticker, or a gift card, or something like that. <laughs> whatever Bruce can think yeah, of. Yeah, whatever I have in the pile of gifts over there. <laughs> All right. We'll, well that's fun. Yeah, so I want to do that. So, so wait. So you keep saying Walt Disney World, but we did a show today. It was based, based on the three. Yeah, so between Disney World, anywhere in Walt Disney World, all of those four parks, Disneyland or California Adventure. Perfect. Your top five. And the top one that's five. closest to mine will win. <laughs> No, nope. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no pressure, but if you match Connie's, you might get bumped up a little. <laughs> no, just we'll saying. randomly pick someone who messages us, and then we'll announce it on next week's show. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Wow. So that's cool. Uh, All right. <laughs> Thank you to our sponsor, Two Kingdom Strollers. If you're going to Disney World, not Disneyland, and you have little kids, and you want a stroller to bring around with you to the parks and the resort, head over to kingdomstrollers.com. They have stroller rentals, all different sizes. You can do one night. 10 nights, 21 nights, however much you want. It's all pricing right on their website. And that's over at kingdomstrollers.com. Somebody actually sent us a photo and said, hey, look it. They saw the van too and they messaged us and said, hey, it reminded me of you guys. I know. That was so awesome. I actually got a little excited when I saw them, their van. We know them. 
it's like, yes, I know them. Yes. Great job, everyone. <laughs> yes. Okay. Sorry. And we do a live show on Facebook. Uh, go message us your top five World's and watch best. us. Oh, sorry. Are we done with yeah, that? Connie interrupting me again as I'm trying to give out the housekeeping things. Here we go. Sorry. Live show Monday nights, 8 p.m. on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. We're going to pick up our Instagram game, I think, Connie. And we also, Finally. if you don't have, if you don't have, I think, you, now a lot of people have messaged us and said, I can't watch your Facebook live show because I don't have Facebook. I'm pretty sure you can watch the show even if you don't have Facebook. Can't you? Um, like, can't you go to your browser, type in Facebook, unlocking the magic, and just watch it? From your browser and not log in. I'm not. I don't think so. Really? I'm pretty sure not. No, because our kids don't have Facebook. And I think they have said to us. From your phone, you can't watch it. But I think you can from your desktop. Well, that's something that we should investigate. All right. Well, if you can. Don't people use their phone nowadays anyway, though? I mean, to get the whole clunky desktop going. That's true. So, you know. I'm definitely a mobile first kind of guy. So. (laughs) And that's it. Unlock that's the magic it. on oh WDW Unlock Magic on Twitter. Come say hello to me there. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook, and give us a review on iTunes. We have like a hundred and thirty something reviews on iTunes, yeah, that's... and we're trying to grow the. Sh- I want to get my goal. What's your goal? My goal first? is to get into the top ten of places and travel for podcasts. So we're if you got to help us do that, yes, I'll high five you next time I see you. We are what's trending, like what's new. Hot. Yeah, we're in the top twenty. I want to get the top ten. Like I'm super competitive. <laughs> Like, oh really? Yes. Like I, I want to, like I want to dominate the podcasting world. Okay. I know I just said that out loud, and I probably shouldn't have. But listen, sometimes weird. you got to have the cap, that competitive spirit if you want to get ahead. I'm just gonna sit back and All watch right? you do this. So. No motivation this week. No. Help me out. No, I don't have anything motivating other than just be competitive. Like <laughs> go, be, go. Like it's go okay to be competitive. It's okay. If your kids, li- if your kids listening to this right now, it's okay to want to win. Go for it. Go try to win. Okay. I'm all about winning. <laughs> I have no comment. I don't know why. <laughs> something's got over. Something's true. gotten into you. Someone was driving earlier, and now this competitive thing. Yes. I'm just hanging out and watching. I'm a competitive kind of guy, and so I like not, to, So it's pretty cool. I like to be on top. I'm just kidding. I am. All right, let's go. Let's get wrap it up. Anything else, Connie? You're in housekeeping before we wrap this up? No, I just, of course, just want to say thanks to everybody. We've gotten so many messages and emails and. Just the, people just saying thanks for everything we do. We got a, a really great message over on YouTube this week that I absolutely loved. It was about our podcast sort of inspiring him to dig into Walt Disney, the person. And he, even even though he's traveled to Walt Disney World many times, after kind of digging into the history, he's really looking into the parks in a whole different way. And that, that really meant a lot to me. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And... Please, please continue listening to the show. It gets better after this, I promise. Yeah, you know what? All kidding aside, I know I just talked about being competitive and wanting to dominate, but I really appreciate everybody listening to the show. And it's just a lot of fun like to be able to do the show and have people come and hang out and ask us questions and just comment. It makes our day. So if we comment or say hi, and I know a lot of people on Facebook say, hey, my daughter's watching or my son's watching. Can you just say hi? And it makes their day. Like That makes our day. Exactly. Just as much as it makes their day. So I just want to say thanks for that. And uh, that's all I'm going to ask for. Okay. A little bit of uh, gratitude there. All right. Awesome. So thanks, guys. Have a great week, and we'll see you on Monday night. Bye, everybody.
Oh, you know what? We should mention oh, two mind. more things. Patreon, wait, wait. if you want to get inside our Patreon group. Back Psych, we're back. Just back it up. This is the after show back here. Back it up. You're getting a little bit of extra Just material. Patreon, if you want to support the show, you want to talk to us a little bit more, we do some more shows live inside our Patreon group. It's five bucks a month. You can come hang out with us. And we're going on our cruise, Connie. Yes. I just realized that our cruise is like not that far away. Wait, how many months? It's like 14 now. <laughs> it's not quite 14. How many? Like eight. Pretty much. It's actually getting there pretty close. So I'm excited about that. If you want to join us on our cruise, you still have some time to hang out with us. Uh, unlockingthemagic.com forward slash cruise. It's going to be so much fun just going on the... Like I said, you don't even... I think I said this earlier or during another episode that you don't even have to like pretend you don't know us. Like, it's not a big deal. Just go with us. High five. Yeah. And do your own thing. Just be really cool to cruise together on the same ship. Yeah, exactly. So that'll be fun. And I was trying to be funny there with the back it up thing. I was quoting from from Spider-Man. No, No, that wasn't Spider-Man. That was Ant-Man. Ant-Man. All right. Thank you guys so much. We'll have a great week and we'll see you on Monday night. Guess it wasn't funny.